guess what? The new drivers are out for 2023. Nick and I are about to dive into four of the major brands that have unveiled their new drivers this year. So stay tuned to this podcast and let's help you decide which driver will be best for you in 2023. So let's tee it up. Welcome to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast, where you can listen to everything related to the game of golf. Golf tips to help you improve your golf game, entertaining interviews, discussions about the latest in golf equipment, and so much more. Now, here is your host, PGA professional, Steve Goforth. Welcome back to another episode. Thank you so much for tuning in. Really excited to sit down with Nick and discuss the newest drivers that came out here in 2023. We're going to touch on four major brands in this podcast. So first of those is Callaway. We'll also talk about Cobra, Ping, and TaylorMade. So they've all come out with fantastic drivers this year, and those are the ones we're going to take a little bit of a deep dive into No disrespect to any other manufacturer out there because there's a lot of other manufacturers that put out some great drivers as well. But we wanted to talk a little bit more about these four brands because we see that those are the most popular ones year in and year out. And we feel like those may be the ones you're most interested in. By all means, I'm going to encourage you to go out there and research some other drivers out there on the market as well and see which one may be best suited for you. But we hope that this episode will help you understand the characteristics of these four drivers and the different models that they came out with. And then again, which one's going to fit your game the best. Highly encourage you, of course, go out there and get fitted. That's a huge part of finding the best driver for you. Not only just the driver head or the manufacturer, but also the shaft, which we'll talk more about. Please forgive me for my audio again this time. So when Nick and I get together and talk, we have a uh, little contraption here between us that that links us up. And and my microphone, for some reason, uh, was not turned up the way I thought it was. And so the first part of this podcast, I'm going to sound like I'm sort of uh, off in the distance a little bit. But I do figure it out and uh, sound better the second half of the podcast. So I know where I need to be now on that microphone volume going forward. I just couldn't hear it in my ears for some reason until uh, until we got later on in the podcast. So I greatly apologize for that. I like for the sound quality to be really good on all my podcasts. I take pride in that. But again, did get it fixed, and I'll know going forward. So I appreciate your patience on that. So without further ado, let's jump right into this episode with Nick about some of the newest drivers hitting the market here in 2023. Oh, he got all of that one. So back in the studios, Nick, on a long hiatus. What's going on, man? What's happening? What's up? I don't know. Thought you'd know it. Mm. <laughs> so we're going to talk about drivers. The latest and greatest 2023 is upon us and a lot of cool drivers out there on the market. So we're going to talk about the four, what we consider, the four top drivers on the market right now. Now, that's no offense to any other manufacturer that we do not talk about because there's a lot of good drivers out there, of course, right? So we just feel like we're going to focus on what... It's what's what's new right now. So we've got five main ones. 
uh, kind of leaving out Titleist right now because it came out in the fall, but um, these four companies are coming out with, with their new product here in the next couple weeks as of the 15th of January. Now, some are out now, correct? Uh, no, none no, of them no. are out right okay. now. It's just pre-order okay. as of this moment. Um, but in the next couple weeks to a month, we'll see all of them out. Um, they also have more than just drivers. They have fairway woods, hybrids, irons as well. But yeah. uh, we won't dive into all those right now. Everybody wants to talk about drivers. So yeah. we'll, uh, we'll kind of dive into that. So for those that are new to the podcast, just the first time listening, welcome. Thank you so much. Nick, of course, is my son. He is a specialist over at Golf Galaxy, and he sees the latest and greatest. He is familiar with, with what is out there and what's buzzing in the world of golf equipment. And so going back to what we said, the four main drivers we're going to talk about today will be Callaway, Cobra, Ping, and TaylorMade. So we want to give you a little bit of insight as to what the characteristics are of these drivers, uh, who it's going to fit as far as what caliber of player, high handicap, mid handicap, low handicap, and it's kind of for you to decide which one you think is best for you. Of course, go out there and do your own research and then go see the specialist at Golf Galaxy demo, get fitted for a driver, set up an appointment with those guys, and uh, they'll be happy to experiment with not only all these different types of manufacturers and club heads we're going to talk about but also shafts we're not going to dive a whole lot into shafts uh, but of course that is a huge part of the driver correct yeah we've uh, we've talked about it in the past where it's uh, it's one of the most important things when it comes to a club so yeah, um, yeah we'll go over we'll go over the new features um, We'll talk about some of the new shafts that are coming out along with it. Uh, a lot of consistent trends across most of these brands, um, not only shaft-wise, but uh, design. Um, and, and, and at the end of the day, they're all basically trying to achieve the same thing. Uh, they're just taking a different route yeah, to think, achieving that. Yeah, and I think some I've noticed are focusing on um, consistency um, in terms of direction. Um, some are focusing on distance, speed. Some are some have already achieved that, and they're just like, all right, we've we've tapped out, or, or not really tapped out, but we have we're at the speeds we want, clubhead speed. Well, I'm sorry, ball speed wise. Now let's make this thing far more consistent. Let's hit more fairways with it. Uh, for example, I think TaylorMade kind of went that route a little bit with their new Stealth Two driver, which we'll get into. Mm -hmm. But I think the common theme. And correct me if I'm wrong on this, carbon. It's all about carbon. Carbon has been a forefront for golf manufacturers for a while because it's so light and durable at the same time. Um, they can manipulate weight. Yeah. Uh, I, I, when I discuss it, any of the new products, especially driver, uh, mainly driver because that's where the carbon's at right now, um, the more you can eliminate weight in certain areas and manipulate it somewhere else, for instance, if we're trying to make a more forgiving driver, we're going to push that weight back, back in a teal toe as much as you can, but mainly just back. The back part of the crown. Exactly. Away from the face. Away from the face. Yeah. The farther you can get it away and low is only going to help more 
forgiveness and more ball flight. Yeah. And ball flight will give you more carry distance, right? right? And a lot of people see that. They see a high ball flight. Well, that's too high. But you want to maximize carry distance as much as you can. Carry is guaranteed. Roll is not. Yeah, you, you, we're, we're trying to optimize a lot of it. So we're, we're, we're trying to optimize your, your carry mainly. We get the carry up. We'll also want to make sure that we're not spinning the ball too much and losing distance where we could be gaining if it's spinning too much. Right. So the first drive we're going to start with will be Callaway. And Callaway has always been known of putting out a fantastic driver year in and year out, consistent, good ball speeds, uh, being able to achieve good club head speed. The new name of the driver this year for Callaway is called Paradigm, which I thought was pretty cool. I like that name. And their driver is uh, going. All three of their drivers are going to be at six hundred dollars retail. And the names of the drivers, of course, we have the Paradigm, and then you have the Paradigm X driver, and then you have the Paradigm Triple Diamond. So I guess Galloway's saying there's a new paradigm for drivers in this world. Yeah, it's a new. It's a new. It's a new example. Yes, it's a new, it's a new pattern that they're, they're going to create. Uh, with that, and it it starts with that, that that I guess it w would it be that 360 chassis, mm -hmm. um, yeah. all carbon. Uh, it's actually forged carbon, which is pretty interesting. It's a different process um, than just woven carbon, and I think that's what actually it's given that really cool marble look to it, mm -hmm. which is pretty interesting. I'm just trying to pull up a picture of it, but it's. It's it. That's probably one of my favorite designs that they've had, just to have that that cool marble marble esque look to it. Yeah, it's very subtle. It it's not, doesn't pop out as much as some of the pictures, um, you know, reveal it to be. Uh, it, it all depends on the light, but uh, very discreet, but also stands out at the same time. Yeah, and I encourage the listener if you're not driving in the car, of course, you're sitting at home or maybe at the office. Any place you have access to a computer, if you want to pull out your phone, look up these drivers as we're going through them. That way you can kind of see what it looks like and it'll kind of make our descriptions a little bit more uh, animated and uh, enjoyable for you. But what, I, what, I've, what, I'm, what I've come to understand about this new driver is that, it, or its main attribute, is the fact that it's that 360 carbon chassis, like you said. Yep, and eliminating that weight. Yeah, yeah. Eliminating the, any titanium uh, basically from the body and it's just pushing that mass to where it can um, it can best help that target player right so the big thing that I before I read any of it I look at the models um, what how many different types of heads we're coming out with obviously we've got the triple diamond we've got the regular paradigm and then we got the paradigm X so going from based off last year's models we had four so what's missing the LS model, which Lord it's spin. called, yeah, it's the Max LS, LS Max. Uh, I forgot the arrangement of words, but yeah. it's the LS model. It's not, it's, it's still forgiving. It's not as hard to hit like the Triple Diamond because the Triple Diamond is a uh, 450cc head. Yeah, 450. Yeah, 450cc so head, so a little bit smaller. A lot of that weight's it's typically more for your player style. Yeah. You're going to get a lot of workability out of it. So not many people went for that, but that's going to lower spin. 
And so one thing that I like to to see with that model, with with the Rogue, with having the LS, is there was still a lot of back weight to it to help keep the forgiveness, but also try to lower the spin. So I like to put that in a lot of people's hands. So I was like, some people, a lot more than I thought, struggle with, with spin. And that typically most people create a little bit more fade that's going to create more spin. When you say tr uh, struggle with spin, is it that they have too much? Too much, okay. yeah. Right. And anytime you create a fade, obviously that spin rate's going to go up a little bit. Yeah. So uh, I would always try to throw that in people's hands because it's like almost the best of both worlds. You get some more front weight, but not too much where it's taken away from the forgiveness. Obviously, you're going to get a little bit more workability because some of that weight is pressed forward. Mm -hmm. uh, but I was like, what happened to the LS model? Well, there since that that 360 carbon uh, chassis, they were able to manipulate the weight more forward, but also in the back. Mm -hmm. So I think they were able to achieve enough weight in the front with the normal paradigm to still maintain forgiveness, but also lower spin to eliminate that model. Mm -hmm. And that's what their descriptions say on their website. Uh, when you're looking at spin, low spin for the paradigm, mid to low spin for the Paradigm X and obviously low for the Paradigm Triple Diamond. Yeah. And you know, backing up to the Paradigm, I think that one is kind of, uh, from my understanding, it's best suited to fit the, the, the widest range of golfers out right. there. And it's also offering the most adjustability mm -hmm. of the three because you have that sliding weight track that's near the rear of the driver, um, of course, along with the adjustable hosel. Right. And one thing I've noticed, is it's, it's a trend for them the last few years is they'll come out with a model that has the adjustable weight, yeah. but then they'll eliminate it the next year. And then the following year, they'll come out with another adjustable weight. Yeah. So we're, yeah. we're back to the adjustable weighting now, which is, which is kind of nice. It's a little easier to, to, to move around and, and switch when you have that, uh, that uh, sliding bar instead of yeah. individual weights. So if you're looking for more, uh, more adjustability, you want to go with that paradigm. And the lofts available are going to be 9, 10 and a half, and 12. If you are not looking for that, you're looking for something that's going to launch it higher uh, out of all three drivers that they've come out with and also offering a little bit more draw bias, you want to look at that Paradigm X, correct? Yeah. Well, it's it's quite different. It, it doesn't, look, doesn't look like it has draw bias looking at it. Usually you can see heel weight, tungsten weight somewhere towards the heel like middle heel of, of the bottom of the club and, and you don't see that and I think it has a lot to do with um, that that carbon again trying to eliminate steel yeah you know, eliminate just it as light as possible. yeah just trying to make it light and manipulate weight so I think they tried to position that weight just a shade lower off the back uh -huh. and their description says it's a semi semi draw bias flight so um it looks like they put a single rear weight. Single rear weight. Yeah, non-adjustable. Along the perimeter. Um, and I think they're going to rely on that uh, hosel adjustability as well, because yeah. you can set that a little closed to promote more of a uh, of a draw coming through the ball. Yeah, and I think some of the ways they got they made this more forgiving. Of course, they got rid of the removing sliding weight you see in the paradigm that just helped them make this thing a lot more forgiving, launching higher. Of course, making it more draw biased. Um, 
again, offered in nine, ten and a half, and twelve. And then the third option would be the Paradigm Triple Diamond. And this one, to my understanding, is for players on the highest end of the swing speed. Like if they're really generating club head speed, this is the one they need to go with. And like you said earlier, it's got 400, it's 450 cc, so it's a little more traditional in terms of size, a little bit smaller, uh, less forgiving, obviously. Yeah, um, I want to slide back to, to the X real quick. I did notice that the, uh, the lie angle is at 60 degrees over 57 for the other two, so it's a little bit more upright. Oh, uh, yeah. That so that's going to, yeah. yeah, that's going to help keep more draw bias as yeah, well. That makes sense. Um, I, that's one thing that TaylorMade did as well, which is interesting for, for something. So, um, but yes, the, the, the triple diamond is for the guy that has precision. It's for a player. It's yeah. for a tour player. A lot of the tour players are going to be playing this driver. Uh, you've got a lower launching. They have no problem getting the ball up. Mm -hmm. They're wanting more penetration, penetrating ball flight and lower spin and more workability. They know when they're going to hit it off the toe and heel, and they want the slight variation of the toe or heel mishit um, to create uh, an easier workability to, to the ball flight. It also has the adjustable front and, and rear weights, correct? Um, I, that I, I have not even checked yet. I would assume that those weights would fit um each other and be interchangeable yeah. a lot of a, a lot of companies now don't really have that ability to adjust it it's just a physical weight for you to see what's there and to keep it neutral but I, i'm i'm fairly positive you can that is interchangeable um don't hold me to that though i i, I haven't got my hands on it long enough it just came out pre-order uh, friday so and the uh triple diamond being offered a little differently in loss eight, nine, and ten and a half, as opposed to nine, ten and a half, and twelve in the other two models. So eight, nine, and ten and a half in that triple diamond. So again, driver goes at six hundred dollars. Those three models: the Paradigm, the Paradigm X, and then the triple, and then the Paradigm triple diamond for Callaway. All right, let's talk about Ping. Ping has always had a wonderful driver, and I'm going to date myself here a little bit, but uh, back when I was in retail more so, we sold the heck out of G2, G5. I mean, it was one of the most popular drivers out there. Um, and again, I know I'm dating myself with that one. Quite a bit. Yeah, no doubt. And have done well ever since. And from what I'm understanding is Ping is really, really excited about this new G430, and they think they may have hit a home run uh, with this one. So tell me more about what you know about the, the G430. Uh, this price point comes in between $549 and $579, so just a little bit cheaper than the Callaway driver. But what makes this uh, G430 so special? Uh, I, I want to touch on a, a few things, just the overall look. Um, Ping, Titleist, uh, Cobra to a certain degree, they they all have a very similar look. And, and so same thing with, with Callaway and TaylorMade, um, but more so Ping and, and, and Titleist. They, they don't change too much. They, they're very subtle about their changes, the overall look of the club. It looks familiar, but it also looks new. 
Um, I think they did a fantastic job with the overall look, keeping it modern. Uh, It's very subtle. Uh, Not many, not many colors in there. It's got that neon um, green or yellow, uh, like a, like a vault color almost. Um, I I really like the way that looks. Um, Not, not a lot of color going on with it, but just enough. Uh, A lot of people like a minimal look to it, which I think Ping nailed. Um, but going to the actual equipment itself and the improvements that they've made. So the last few years, um, Ping has struggled with having an all-around good club. Uh, they've always been pretty easy to hit. Um, they struggled a little bit, I think, just from the feedback I got with the 410 um, not being quite as easy to hit, but they introduced the adjustability. The most forgiving driver that they offered before that was the 400 max and so they took the 400 max and the 410's adjustability and married them with the 425 which was last year's which was last year's model which made it a really really forgiving club got a lot of that weight back and low just like i said before um but one thing that i personally did not like um i absolutely hated about it to be honest with you was the feel and the sound of that driver. Of the 425? Of the 425. Okay. Uh, and glad to say that they have fixed that okay. quite That's a bit. Good. That was one driving point uh, around this new club, I believe, for ping. So you've hit this new I, I've hit it. Uh, I was thoroughly impressed with how it felt and sounded. That's good. And so it sounds more like a traditional modern-day driver now. Um, fantastic. And uh, definitely makes me want to put it in, in more people's hands even more so now of the sound and the optimized spin too because they've got this new thing called uh spin consistency spin consistency so it's spin consistency i assume yeah francisco <laughs> that's fun to say francisco so they, it, it looks like a lot of these companies uh, like to, to get fancy with their words and combine them. Yeah. Same thing with TaylorMade. We'll get, we'll get there with TaylorMade. We'll save it. Oh, you L fans, we'll, we'll get that, what we're talking about. Francisco. 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 Buddy. Too loud. Um, but just the uh, the variable roll radius created with creates less loft, um, low on the face, um, to provide basically performance and reduce spin. Okay. That's that's what their spin sissity, spin consistency. Yeah, that's, that's tough to say. It's, it's a little bit. Yeah, spin sissity. I looked at it. I was like, what is this? So a combination of spin, spin and consistency. consistency. Okay. Keeping your spin consistent. All right. Spincicity. So uh, low spin. Consistency. Yeah, that's. that's we'll struggle with that. Yeah, one. probably. All right. So LST model, which is low spin. SFT model, which is straight flight, and then Max, which is high forgiveness MOI. Those mm-hmm. are their three models there uh, that they're coming out with. Big thing that they changed um, between. The two models were uh, a few things. I'll, I'll say it with the uh, SFT, which is straight flight weighting. That's what that means. Mm-hmm. Um, it was just a heel perimeter weight. 
on the previous model, it is now more adjustable. You can, it's draw, so it's going to have a little bit of heel weight to it, and then more draw, which is going to push it even further. So it's not, you don't have the ability to, to push it neutral, but less of a draw or more of a draw, depending on how the severity of your, of your fade or slice, if you have. My understanding is the, uh, the most, the most noteworthy, the most noteworthy advancement in this, uh, G430 model has been with the, the carbon fly carbon crown. Mm -hmm. Now I know it's this the first that they've done uh, within the last fifteen years. Um, well, it's only in the LST. Oh, okay. It's oh, not okay. in the Max. It's not in the SFT. That's only in the LST. Okay. Uh, that was a lot of confusion. That's a lot of circulation of a photo that would go around before okay. it had been released. So most people saw that picture and would think that it's across the board and it's not, okay. it's just on the LS. And I think again, that. trying to manipulate that weight a little bit more. So they're advertising it as weight savings are uh, reallocated to lower the CG and increase ball speed and MOI. So basically just trying to make it a little bit more forgiving okay. as opposed to a prior gen. So eliminating that top weight to move it elsewhere so, so more forgiveness is kind of where more forgiveness out of that LST because okay. again, LST low spin, mm -hmm. low spin technology is what they call it for LST. Uh, Got to move more of that weight forward. Anytime you do that, that's just going to create a little bit more inconsistency for not the higher handicappers, uh, but more workability for your players. So they're trying to get a good balance get the workability along with forgiveness mm -hmm. and they're they're with those types of heads they're looking at tour players to because they're wanting the same thing they want forgiveness but they don't want to lose their workability because if they want forgiveness they can go play the max all day and not worry about trying to shape the ball mm -hmm. but they're trying to shape the ball have a more penetrating ball flight and workability while maintaining forgiveness at the same time yeah so if you're looking for consistency. Go with this. Go with the ping. Spinsistency. Combination of spin and consistency. That's the new ping driver. We'll have another one for you here in a little bit. All right. So again, four G four thirty price point five forty nine to five seventy nine three models LST low spin SFT straight flight and then the max, the highest forgiveness and MOI and their big thing is the spinsistency. If you're looking for that, go with that new ping driver. The best way to prevent illness, wear and tear of muscles, and deterioration is by using the proper vitamins, supplements, and minerals that you can get from Pure On Main. As a golfer, your main focus is to have fun, right? But you also want to improve your game and reduce aches and pains and injuries. You can enhance your golf game by adding trace minerals to your daily regimen or boost your stamina with Vitamin Mineral Greens. Pure on Main has great options to choose from that also include a fabulous collagen that will keep your tendons and joints lubricated that will help you produce a better golf swing. Pure on Main has two locations. One is at North Main in downtown Greenville, and the other is on Cannon Street in downtown Greer. They have some of the best experts in the field of natural wellness, and they're available seven days a week to help guide your personalized health journey. 
They not only carry amazing results-driven vitamins, they also provide state-of-the-art modalities such as massage therapy, foot detox, and wellness consulting. Serving the Upstate for over a decade, their experts continue to take the time to help each individual pinpoint exactly what their body needs to optimize performance and remain pain-free. Go visit their two locations or give them a call at 864-991-2726. Make sure you visit their website at pureonmain.com where you can purchase your supplements and learn more about their wonderful, wonderful services. Don't wait. Start your journey today towards living a happier and healthier lifestyle with the help of Pure On Maine. Okay, now let's dive into the next one, and let's talk about the new Cobra driver. Now, I w- I'll be honest with you. I don't have a lot of familiarity with, with Cobra over the most recent years. Uh, I've kind of just not paid attention to what they're doing. I've heard a lot of good things about what they were doing, but just haven't paid a whole lot of attention to it. I've heard you talk about it over the years, and some of the good uh, some of the drivers they've come out with have been exceptional. Uh, let's talk about that. What's your opinion of this new Cobra driver out this year? Um, just comparing it because I, I mean, I see, um, I see the prior gens, uh, quite, quite a bit and I'm only seeing subtle jumps. I'm seeing subtle changes throughout each brand. It's not like, I'm, um, you know, out of the golf business and, you know, coming around to just seeing what the new technology is every now and again, or looking to upgrade, um, you know, every five years, um, if I get the opportunity to upgrade every year, I'm looking at the differences, but that's besides the point with just comparing it to the prior gen, which was the LTD. Uh, not much has changed in, in my opinion, uh, which is nice. The overall look didn't really change too much. Uh, but the downside to my experience with it is not much changed at all with, with numbers. Uh, their big advertisement for this, and it's in the name, is Aero, Aerojet, uh, more aerodynamic. So they took a lot of, well, I won't say a lot, but they took the back skirt, so the the heel of the club, and they pushed it up. They eliminated that weight that was in the back. That adjustable weight or no it's just a it's just a set weight that was back there it, okay it didn't do anything you just see it it's almost like tungsten weight okay um they eliminated that and pulled it up just a little bit more to make it more aerodynamic and that's their big thing to create more club, club head, head speed. speed yeah essentially that's kind of what i'm getting from this driver from cobra this year is like we talked about some are focusing on uh consistency spin and some are talking about Hey, let's do, let's have more club head speed. So yeah, yeah, definitely with, uh, with Cobra, it's all about speed this year for sure. Yeah. Uh, another, a few things that they're doing differently is again, making it, uh, more jet, jet stream, yeah. jet streamline, streamline. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then they introduced, um, power bridge, which is basically a take on, um, Callaway's, um, jailbreak. jailbreak. Yeah. And that's something actually we didn't, we didn't really touch on too much, um, with Callaway. They used AI to produce this one. It seems like it changes every single well, year. Did they use AI in the past? They used AI to create 
the face, uh, the yeah, variable right. hot points in the face. That's right. Uh, and that's what some similar, what uh, uh, Cobra did as well with okay. their hot face is what they call it, uh, yeah. is using um, those those different points to create ball speeds off miss hits, mm-hmm. maintain ball speeds off miss hits. Um, but that was introduced last year. Here is uh, Power Bridge, which is basically this bar that connects the heel and toe at the bottom or on the sole the face on the sole okay towards the sole but it it's instead of going vertically it's horizontal towards the bottom just to give it more rigidity i guess mm-hmm. on the off the face but also give enough flex to hopefully create ball speeds mm-hmm. so again a different take on what callaway has done uh with their jail jail with their jailbreak uh, and then also the uh, the hot face they they continued with and another huge thing that they you're going to notice right off the bat is they don't have the CNC milling anymore. CNC milling maintains spin rates basically for them. That's what they were advertising. The CNC um, milling you're talking about on the face. On the face, yeah. they eliminated that. So it's just a normal looking face. Um, it, it was kind of unique to to Cobra. Nobody else was really doing that, and mm-hmm. they did it for a few years. Um, but I guess with the few changes that they've made, maybe with that uh, power bridge that mm-hmm. was creating um, just enough, if not the same results. So there was no need to have it on there. Just eliminate that, and um, maybe they were able to reposition a little bit of weight with that. I'm not. I'm not entirely certain on the reasoning why they got rid of it, but I assume there wasn't enough change mm-hmm. or reasoning to continue to have it so with this driver with their line of drivers let's just run through this real quick with them they've got the aerojet ls uh, which is low launch low spin that that neutral fade biased smaller profile head at address and then they have the two uh, weight ports in the sole and then you have the aerojet which is a uh, 12 gram has a 12 gram fixed weight there in the back of it and that's just to kind of give you that higher launch, the higher MOI, that more forgiveness, and um, just that higher launch than the than the LS version, and then that neutral shot shape. And then you have the Aero Max, which is the maximum stability, maximum forgiveness, draw bias. You know, I think every manufacturer seems to have that maximum forgiveness draw bias model out there. It seems like. Yeah. When one thing I do like that that Cobra. Um, did with their weights with the ls and the max uh, as you can flip them so if you play a little bit of a power fade i'm going to use the ls example right now Uh, with those two front weights if you play a little bit of a power fade and you want to promote more toe turn you can push that weight towards the heel Mm -hmm. if you create too much of a draw and you're trying to limit that push towards the toe Mm -hmm. And just uh, to explain simple, that, yeah. yeah, just to explain that for just a second, sorry to interrupt you. If you're making, if you're taking that weight, for some people that don't, that don't understand this, you're taking that weight and you're moving it to the heel. Obviously, when you're doing that, you're making the toe of the club lighter. Yeah, and so that a little more toe turn. Yeah. Right. It promotes more toe turn. Just the opposite. You're taking the weight, putting it out towards the toe, then you're making the heel lighter and the heel can come through a little bit quicker, promote more fade. So I just wanted to kind of explain that real quick for those that, that aren't quite sure how that that maneuverability works when it comes to sliding that weight. Right. And with the Max, uh, they've got that uh, 
weight position way down on the heel and then that more neutral setting on the back. But again, same concept. You don't want you want less of a draw bias setting. You can flip that heavy weight towards the back and make it a little bit more neutral, uh, which is really really nice because uh, mm-hmm. you know people are uh, wanting to change their swing. Maybe they don't want to have to rely on the club trying to help prevent the fade or slice that they have going on. Right. And if they end up achieving that and creating more of a draw, and they're stuck with a more draw bias driver with not a lot of adjustability. Cobra is offering that to get that more neutral setup if that change occurs. Yeah, it makes sense. So the Cobra driver coming in at 549, that's for all three models. Again, Aerojet LS, Aerojet, and then Aerojet Max. Biggest thing from Cobra is club head speed, maximum club head speed. So if that's something that you're looking to do, you're looking to gain more club head speed, maybe not as much forgiveness, more club head speed, it looks like Cobra is going to be your ticket for that one. All right, last but certainly not least, TaylorMade, my favorite. We're both TaylorMade staffers. Try not to be biased, but we're going to be a little bit biased, right? Because we we love TaylorMade. I mean, TaylorMade's uh, year in and year out, um, they've elevated uh, tremendously. Uh, Really, since the R-Series, they kind of tailed off towards the end when they started coming out uh, with like what was it r1 mm-hmm. and then they had the jet speed so that, that was kind of confusing when we got the the aerojet name out of cobra ah, yeah, it yeah. sounds similar to the tailor-made name that they used uh, uh many years back yeah, i forgot about that yeah. yeah that was very hard to hit but apparently that was a pretty long driver because it was so long yeah um low spin uh but yeah since m1 m1 they've really gain traction again and just become a powerhouse when it comes to to, to fairway woods and, and mainly their drivers just being so hot and, and the feel is has always been really good just very tuned and tuned in dialed in yeah yeah they've got uh, three models out ranging anywhere from 599 to 629 in price you have the stealth two uh, of course piggybacking off of the stealth name from last year and going with the Stealth 2 Plus and then the Stealth 2 HD. So again, Stealth 2 is the new driver this year for TaylorMade, Stealth 2 Plus, and then the Stealth 2 HD. Let's talk about the Stealth 2 driver, just the basic model. Tell me a little bit about what you know on that. So the the concept behind this Stealth 2 is piggybacking off of Stealth with obviously their carbon face, but one thing that they did differently going into that model was, again, going off of Sim 2. Sim 2, they created a lot more carbon. They had that carbon bottom, carbon top. It was held together by that forged ring on the back, that very noticeable blue forged ring on the back. Again, pinpointing, same concept. And you can see a lot of similarities in this driver from the sim too and i think that's what they were going for they they got rid of yeah they got they got rid of that carbon bottom on the stealth which i think because they eliminated the weight on the face they felt like they could could have gotten away with it a little bit more well it wasn't quite as forgiving i don't think as sim 2 so they reintroduced that carbon bottom 
and what looks like a uh, forged ring on the back, but it's more of a carbon infused ring to basically kind of hold it together. So eliminating that weight in the middle and pinpointing it mm-hmm. wherever they need to. For the plus, they're going to push it more forward. For the HD and standard, of course, most of that weight's going to go to the back. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's that's the huge thing. And in their advertising, forgiveness. That's that's forgiveness. Forgiveness, yeah. not forgiveness. What is it with these manufacturers, uh, like? Blending words together. It's yeah, marketing. It marketing. It's, uh, it's something that it's going to get stuck. Consistency. Yeah. So and far, so you're you're still maintaining their distance that they put. Consistency. And forgiveness. And forgiveness. <laughs> that one doesn't sound as good. No. No, forgiveness. No, and, it, and I've made a note here that what I love about what they've done this year is that, you know, they're maintaining that same ball speed from last year, which was hot. Right, and that 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 driver's unbelievable. That stealth driver from last year, but they said, "All right, we've got the the club hit, we got the ball speed. Right now, let's put some, let's boost that forgiveness, and that's what they've done here. So, if you really want a clear definition on what this stealth two driver is, it's the same ball speed from last year's stealth, but a boot, but they boosted forgiveness. Plain and simple." Yeah, uh, and they they did tweak the face a little bit, I believe. They they uh, introduced the inverted cone technology, which again, just gonna create that ball speed uh, off those um, off those miss hits, off those center toed heeled miss hits. Uh, they're gonna try to keep it as close as they can to what you would see off of a center centered hit. But yeah, they also kind of uh, I I think they fine-tune the sound a little bit. I think it sounds just a little different, uh, slightly different. It like how? Different how? Uh, more muted, just ever so slightly, because that's what they focused on last year. Ah, okay. Everybody was worried about how dead it was going to sound, right. so they had to enhance the sound to make it sound like a traditional driver. Right. Um, I think they kind of dialed it back just a shade, and that's just me personally, and I don't know if anybody else will notice it, but I do hear just a, a lower pitch in that now and i think it has a little bit to do with more more of that carbon in there just dampening that sound let's talk about the stealth plus stealth 2 plus yeah um this one is 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 a good one i, I really like the fact that they kept the, the adjustable weight in the front having that workability up there if you need it um, this one's catching my eye quite a bit because i always struggle with spin so i want to look at the lower spin model but obviously when you do that you're gonna lose like a little bit of forgiveness, like I've been saying. Yeah, and that's that's kind of what I understood of it. You're you're losing for it's the most it's the least forgiving model of the three. However, right. you have the most workability out of it. Right. So with this weight elimination on the bottom and pushing it back, should create a little bit more forgiveness. And then that's one I actually hit. Uh, I, I I did hit the standard stealth a little bit um, uh, today actually, uh, just to see. Uh, it, it, it pretty much performs pretty similar to the pr- uh, prior gen stealth, but I did notice for both models they did go up just a shade on spin, just a shade, and I think it has a lot to do with that 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 weight. Um, but I, I, I was pleasantly surprised with it. I, I felt like I could go after it and still see pretty good results out of it, and something that it's not going to tail off for me too much. Uh, and again, that's that's all personal to me. I don't know if everybody else will see the same results, um, and hopefully they do, because I was thoroughly impressed with 
with with that model there. And the biggest thing you're saying you were impressed with was how it brought your spin rates. It's it's still it still maintained my spin or helped keep it down. Okay, along with the forgiveness to it, ah, seeing okay. more forgiveness out of it than the prior. And then, of course, the most forgiving model of the three would be the uh, the Stealth Two HD. And now, this is I think it's going to be uh, more suited towards your higher handicapper uh, because it's going to help launch that ball higher, and uh, it's just getting in the in the ball in the air easier, getting the ball in the air easier. And just like the other models we've talked about, um, it's got a little bit of draw bias built in there as well. Yeah, um, what we said earlier about um, it was Callaway, right? Callaway had that 60 degree. Yeah. Yeah. So they did the same thing. They went more upright. They went two degrees upright with their HD, but also for what's different about them compared to everybody else from what I've noticed is their plus model. Uh, they've again, worked with a lot of the tour players. You're going to notice less red all flat driver as well, which is kind of interesting. Uh, you're not going to see that carbon, infused ring on the back like you will with the other two models um, but also with the lie angle it's two degrees flatter off a neutral setup which so, one the plus the plus okay so that's going to create more of a of a fade bias yeah typically uh, which one nice thing is you can counter that with their tip and make it a little bit more upright to sit a little bit more neutral if you already promote too much of a fade. So the two ends of the spectrum here, you've got the Stealth 2 Plus, less forgiving, more workability. Stealth 2 HD, more forgiving, draw biased. And right in the middle of those two is just the, is this the general Stealth 2 driver. Yep, that's, right that's going to be neutral setup on yep. everything. There's no, there's no upright or flat. Okay. Lie angles to that. It's set to the standard spec of lie angle for the driver, and everything's neutral about it, along with the weighting. So again, the tailor-made drivers are ranging from five ninety-nine up to six twenty-nine. Again, those three models: the Stealth Two, the Stealth Two Plus, and then the Stealth Two HD. If you're looking for forgiveness, hit it far more forgiving. Forgiveness. Go with the new Stealth Two models. So those are the four uh, manufacturers we wanted to focus on. Again, uh, Callaway, Ping, Cobra, and TaylorMade. And as I mentioned, uh, when I talked about each each brand, um, the price points. And it looks like they have gone up a little bit, right, Nick? Yeah, they've gone up a little bit, um, unfortunately. Uh, I don't know if that has to do with uh, materials and all that, or if it was just maybe inflation. Not sure. It could yeah. be both. But regardless... They have gone up a little bit, thankfully not too much. Um, for example, the TaylorMade driver, the Plus, was the most expensive model last year. They were in at five ninety nine, so it's gone up just a little bit. Six twenty nine, yeah, yeah, thirty bucks, thirty bucks. Yeah, uh, they did the same thing with Stealth. Stealth came in Stealth and Stealth HD always came in about thirty bucks lower than the Stealth Plus. Uh, that was at 579 before now it's at uh, 599 so uh, they've gone up a little bit there um, ping cobra callaway have done the same as well roughly 20 to 30 bucks somewhere around yeah. there um, 
they were uh Callaway was actually a little bit cheaper um than what TaylorMade was coming in at uh, they were at 550 before they've gone up $50 to that 599 price point uh as well so it's it's a consistent trend they're all going to be pretty competitive in price uh it, there's going to be 30 50 Maybe you're not really seeing a hundred bucks less unless you're going with uh, some of the other brands. Um, Titleist is up there at five ninety nine as well. So uh, they're all they've all gone up, but they're all within the same price range. So if if the price matters, um, they're all pretty competitive, and it's not going to be a make or break in those situations. Could be, could be because they've gone up, but yeah. Regardless, if you're trying to choose between the newer models it's not it's not going to be devastating uh, of a 30 or 50 dollar up uh increase yeah. over a certain model yeah i do want to say one thing uh about the shafts okay and the overall look and trend that a few of the brands have have gone to so we've noticed that a lot of it's gone to a matte finish with the crown um this year it's 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 been reversed um so it's it's got a matte outline, I guess top line look to it now with a gloss finish. Mm-hmm. That's for Cobra, that's for Callaway, and for TaylorMade. Mm-hmm. Ping and Titleist kind of kept the same look with the matte or gloss finish. What they've been doing with their products in the past, uh, but that's that's pretty interesting to see that Cobra. Callaway and TaylorMade kind of went with the same matte gloss look to it as opposed to to last year where they were mm-hmm. all pretty much matte finished on the top. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then shafts as well. Uh, we we're, we're seeing uh, some some new shafts come to market. Uh, again, they're all going to be pretty similar to what they were in 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 previous models. Uh, they're using different brands or. The brand that they use in the past, maybe coming out with a newer model, uh, just more finely tuned, depending on what that is. I'm, we're not going to dive into that too much. Uh, but typically, you're going to see hazardous, hazardous black. Um, you're going to see a new shaft that's, I'm probably going to butcher the name a little bit, but we call it the Cali shaft. You got Cali, white, red, and blue. They introduced blue and red recently. Um, other than ping, ping does not offer that, uh, Cali shaft is what I'm going to call it. And I'm going to, again, I'm butchering the name probably, but, um, every other brand is offering some form of the Cali shaft. Um, most brand, most companies are offering the new hazardous shaft. Uh, and that's just a trend that you're going to see. You're going to see your low spin. You're going to see your mid-spin and your high-spin uh, high shafts, high-trajectory, mid-trajectory, low-trajectory. Uh, so just touching on that a little bit, and you're going to see some some consistencies with shaft offerings across the brand. Mm-hmm. So if there's one particular shaft that you like that worked well with one head, more than likely you can find it in another head and, and compare them head-to-head. I think the biggest thing there and the most important thing is, you know, going and get fit for the driver. Call Nick, call one of the specialists at Golf Galaxy, schedule your appointment, go in there, figure out which model you want to go with based on look, based on price, based on what they're offering, everything we mentioned here today. 
help that to be your deciding factor of which brand you're going to go with. And then the most important thing here is getting that shaft right like you're talking about. Because as you said earlier in the show, it's all about, it's the engine. It's the engine of the golf club. So it's super, super, super important that you make sure you get the right one in there. And then that's where Nick and the other specialists there can help you determine which one is best for you. Yeah, for example, when it, with it being the engine of the club, uh, one thing I will say that it's kind of cool that I noticed today was uh, I tried one shaft out, so I, I took the same head. I tried one shaft out. I was floating around 102 mile an hour club head speed, mm -hmm. and I put the shaft that I use um, that I finally figured out that works best for me. Mm -hmm. um, I jumped up to about 105 to 108. Mm. So I gained quite a few club head speed, mm -hmm. um, miles per hour on club head speed, mm -hmm. uh, just by changing the shaft. Again, did not change the head, I changed the shaft mm -hmm. uh, and just the overall timing. It could be a little bit of less weight or more weight, mm -hmm. um, but just the overall characteristics of that shaft was benefiting me more over that one I did mm -hmm. uh, that I tried out earlier. Right. That's interesting. Yeah. I mean, that just goes to show you how, how important that is. Nick, I appreciate your time, man. It's always a pleasure. Uh, we're going to be back and you're going to be back on the show during season four. We're going to have so many other topics we're going to discuss, whether it's about the PGA tour, whether it's about live tour, whether it's about more equipment, whatever the case may be, we're going to make this, uh, we're going to be doing this more often. So again, cannot thank you enough for doing this and for being a part of this uh, podcast with me. Thank you, man. It is a pleasure, like always. One more time. Spinsistency. Spinsistency. Forgiveness. Forgiveness. <laughs> Congratulations, my friend. You have completed another episode of the Go Forth and Golf podcast. Thank you again so very much for your continued support of this podcast, taking time out of your very, very busy schedule to listen, hit that play button no matter where you are and no matter what you are doing. I really, really, really appreciate it from the bottom of my heart. Thank you very, very much. Also, if you want to receive alerts on new episodes, don't forget to go out there and follow me on whatever platform you're listening on. If it enables you to subscribe or follow, please do so. That alert will pop up when a new episode does drop. And if you feel like I deserve it, go out there and give me a five-star rating on that Apple platform if you're listening there or any other platform if they allow you to rate this podcast. And also leave me a positive review if you don't mind, because that'll also help me. Uh, all I'm trying to do there, the more ratings you can get, the more positive comments you can get, the more visible the podcast becomes. When somebody goes into their podcast search engine there, whatever platform they're listening on, and they type in a golf podcast, I'm more likely to pop up. That just grows the listener base, grows this golfing community that we've created together, and it's more people that I can reach and help with their golf game and continue to grow the game of golf and that's the whole reason for doing this so i really do appreciate your help on that also sharing the podcast tag me in it and if you do tag me first off i'm going to reach out and say thank you for doing so and then also you're going to be entered into a drawing for a free tailor-made wedge at the end of the season so everybody that tags me the more you tag me the more times you're entered and there's also going to be other great prizes i'm going to give away at the end of season four so there's multiple chances for people to win some great prizes. So again, all you got to do is go out there and tag me on social media, share the podcast, tag me on social media, whether it's Twitter, it's at GoForthGolf, 
It's Facebook. It's Go Forth Golf Instruction. If it's Instagram, it's sgoforth underscore PGA. And I greatly appreciate your help. Also, if there's a topic that you want to hear me talk about, something that really piques your interest, something I have not talked about yet, or maybe it's something I have and you want me to revisit it, I'm okay with that too. Send me an email. It's sgoforth at pga.com. Again, sgoforth at pga.com. Would love to hear any ideas that you have about a topic that would help you or maybe help others in your golfing group or your golfing community. I would be happy to do that. Just remember, this podcast is for you. So I would love to discuss topics and tips that will entertain you and inspire you and educate you and help your golf game. So don't be shy. Please reach out. Coming up on the next episode that will drop on Wednesday, February 1st, I've ha- I have a wonderful conversation with a very successful college coach at Anderson University. They were ranked number one in Division Two. Their coach is Danny Neal. Danny sits down and discusses what it takes to be a college coach, what it takes to be a college player, and to be successful in doing so. So if you have a junior golfer who's playing high school golf or hopes to play high school golf and maybe go on to play college golf, you don't want to miss this because he gives a lot of great advice on how to be successful in those in the college ranks and also kind of gives you an insight even if you don't have a junior golfer in your life that may be wanting to play college golf. It's still a great conversation to listen to because you can kind of get some insight into what it takes to be successful and some of the practice that goes into that and uh, how they develop fantastic golfers there at Anderson University. So again, be on the lookout for that great conversation with Danny Neal. You don't want to miss it. Until the next episode, I hope you keep hitting those drives long and straight. Keep hitting those greens in regulation. Drain those putts. And most of all, get out there, have a good time. Don't lose sight of that. So, so important. Have a great time. Don't forget to do something nice for somebody today because it's going to make you feel absolutely amazing to put somebody else before yourself. And remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. You've been listening to the Go Forth and Golf Podcast. Be sure to subscribe to this podcast wherever you're listening to receive alerts on new episodes. For more information, please follow us on social media at Go Forth Golf Instruction or visit our website at GoForthGolfInstruction.com. Remember, together, let's go forth to a better golf game. <laughs>